This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Today we're going to talk about how you can instantly solve absolutely any problem in your life what to do with plantains that have turned black, and a quick core workout. And we're back, episode 30 of the Fed and Fit podcast. Thanks again to everybody who's joined us for these 30 episodes. This is really kind of a dream come true that I didn't even know I had. (laughs) I can't believe it. 30. Wow. 30 episodes. That's nothing to sneeze at. Um, It's been a lot of fun. You guys give us awesome feedback and really that's what keeps it going. There are some times, I just wanted to start off with a big thank you today's episode. Pardon me, Carissa. This is not in our show notes. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. I do not like... No, go for it. (laughs) I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I felt inspired. Um, Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for for hanging out with us for these 30 episodes. And if you keep telling us that you enjoy them, we'll keep making them. And I will keep bringing on the guests that you say that you enjoy. Try to invite folks that you want to hear from. And we'll keep talking about the things that we, we enjoy talking about and that you find useful. So thanks, thanks for being here, and good morning, Carissa. Good morning, and thank you to everybody. We really do love all of our listeners. I wish that, um, I don't know, I love the feedback. I love when they, like, comment on an Instagram post or, I don't know. It just, it's good to know that we're not, like, just talking to the air and that, like, people actually like what we have to say, or maybe they don't, and they just find it interesting to listen to. Either way, I, Either way, I hope you're entertained. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, Carissa and I have never claimed to have all of the answers, which, ooh, that's kind of a preview of today's episode. What, um, what? Uh, we don't have all the answers, but we do our best to have a good time while we're telling you the answers that we do mm-hmm. have. <laughs> okay, sure. so um, let's quickly jump into it. We've got a really, I mean, I okay, so... I called Carissa and to admit fully, I was like, I want to do a show about this. And she said, sure, let's do it. So I'm, I'm pumped about today's episode. It's kind of out of left field. But before we get there, um, we're going to jump through our news real, real quickly. <laughs> For sure. Let's do it. And uh, just kind of give you the top two or three things that are going on in our worlds. Number one, in my world... I can't stop staring into Gus's magazine eyes. Oh my gosh. It kills me. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, uh, I was, or if you're new to the podcast or you don't follow me on social media. Um, for I was, shame. Oh, for sh- no shame. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> if I you love, don't know, now you know. Now you know. Um, everyone's welcome. Uh, if Yeah, if you don't follow, then you may not know San Antonio Magazine, which is where I live. I live in San Antonio, Texas, reached out to me. They wanted to do a feature on uh, me and the blog, and I was so flattered, and they did a write-up on all of my favorite things and just a uh, quick story. And they hired a photographer to come in and shoot a photo for the piece. And this photographer, who's also in San Antonio, has kind of this zany 
awesome spin on uh, portrait photography. And he said, you know, if you're not up for this idea, I totally understand. But he wanted to shoot me sitting next to Gus at the dinner table, like Gus is in a chair. And Gus, for example, by the way, side note, is my great Pyrenees. He's about 100 pounds. He's a big boy. He looks like a big Giant. white bear. Yes. And he's such a fluffy muffin. And anyways, so long story short, we got Gus up in the chair. We took the show, the, the photo. We didn't know how it would really come out. And it, it, the print finally started rolling out, and people who subscribed to the magazine started tagging me in photos on it. I cannot get over Gus's expression on this page. It's like it's priceless. he knew that this was his print debut, and he took it. I'm ready for serious. my close-up. He took it seriously. He <laughs> he looked square in the camera eyes. He kind of perked up his ears a little bit. He leaned over kind of so he's leaning towards me. And my friends showed me the a photo of the article. And um, I I couldn't get over the photo. And and they, they were teasing me. They said, you didn't even read the article or what they wrote. <laughs> it's like I was mesmerized by the puppy. Okay, anyway, so um, you can actually find that online. San Antonio Magazine posted the article online, so we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, second update. Um, let's see. So Austin and I are not anywhere near ready to have kids. You know, can a girl get married first and <laughs> be whisked away to New Zealand? Uh, um, yes. Yeah, but my friends at one of the local Fox affiliates here uh, called me up. I, I go on... Um, I guess pretty regularly and I do cooking demos. They invite me to come and talk about different nutrition topics, but they invited me to come on and talk about what to eat while you're pregnant. And that's actually coming. The show will air the day that this episode comes out. So, um, Monday, the 27th, whatever that date is, whatever today is. Um, so it, you know, I'll try to link to the clip when it comes out, but it just got me thinking, you know, when I went through, nutrition school, um, I got really inspired by paleo for fertility, female fertility, mm -hmm. um, and what to eat while you're pregnant. And while I was in school, I actually wrote about 80% of a future probably ebook um, that I just, I need to go back through and refresh it with more stuff and recipes and things like that. But it's actually something I'm really passionate about. So I'm excited about that show. And I'm going to write a couple new recipes to go with it that'll go on to the blog. So nice. keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, and then my last update, I have uh, opened up something kind of new for the Fed and Fit Project. If you're not familiar with the project, it is my 28-day food and fitness call it a challenge um, that I run and it's not the challenge in the sense that you just kind of restrict and go without for a month and you kind of say oh look what I could go without it's really a self-reflective it's a self-study is really what I call it mm -hmm. um, but you do a two-week feel-good reset to where you really get to a nice solid baseline of feeling awesome and then we start testing different foods and different fitness activities you figure out what to eat pre and post workout and you walk away when all is said and done with this awesome bank of lessons learned and I'm constantly blown away by the discoveries that people make so what I've decided to do is open up um, I hold your hand throughout this whole process right and everybody who enrolls 
I'm, I really fold myself into it, as does my team. We're there and we're ready to answer your questions. We have an online workshop and then with a discussion forum. We've got a growing Facebook group and I also send out three emails a week to answer your questions. But I've started also offering some spots where you can sign up for one-on-one -on -one coaching in conjunction with the project. So all this to say, you get me for 30 so minutes awesome. a week. Yeah, and it's really honestly a steal. I don't take one-on-one -on -one nutrition clients really anymore. Um, so this is a really rare opportunity. And it's just because I'm testing the waters to see if this is something that I want to grow with my team and train my team members to take on these coaching opportunities. But for the time being, I'm going to be the one doing this coaching. So I have got, I'm only opening it up to five people to enroll, um, and what you would do is it would include, um, of course, membership to the project, which is right at about a hundred dollars. Um, but the with the coaching, the one on one, it's a hundred and I think eighty seven dollars. Like I said, that's a steal because I used to charge almost Such three a, times. A great deal. I used to charge three times that much for the one on one coaching. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you get me for thirty minutes a week through for the four weeks of the project where I review your journals, I give you some feedback, and you are also able to pick my brain. So um, first come, first served. You know, if you want to learn more about the project, you can just go to my website, fedandfit.com, and at the top right hand corner on the menu bar, you'll see a little tab, a menu bar that says project, the project, click on that and it'll take you right to the enrollment form. The August group uh, kicks off on the first Monday of the month um, and I believe that's August 3rd if I'm not mistaken. It is August 3rd. So you can enroll right up until the day before but I recommend that you get folded in a little bit early. We'll do you some good. So you've got, if you're listening today on Monday, July 27th, you've got all week to enroll and uh, read ahead. So that's what's going on. So awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Love okay, it. Carissa, what's what's going on over there? Well, I have a new family, um, a new gym family. So I've been in Austin for almost two years now, and I've been kind of just doing the why and walking a lot with Pinto and just kind of been really pretty easy on my fitness, not really pushing myself and just kind of, you know, keeping up with a good, um, like steady, you know, once or twice a week, nothing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can figure out what works for you and do that. But I've really decided to focus the rest of this year that we have left and kick it into high gear. So I knew that I would need some help and working out in a group really inspires you to like push a little harder. So I found this great gym um, in my neighborhood, actually. So, you know, if you can find a gym that's super close to your home, it, like, removes one of those excuses of, like, oh, I don't want to have to get in the car and drive over here and deal with traffic. So totally. if you can find somewhere close to home, that's that's a great, a great way to go. So I just want to give a little shout-out to Jared and Katie. They own Move Austin Fitness here in the Terrytown neighborhood, and... I'm just loving it so far. So they have a very um, they have a very cool program that they put all of their members through, and it's an eight week um, cycle. Mm -hmm. um, and you focus on three different areas of fitness, and so you're really focused. Um, so you do you know three weeks of one, three weeks of the other, and then two weeks as a transition. And then it's a great way to really track your progress and see how you're doing. So I really like that they have very um, focused and intentional training programs because sometimes you go to a gym and it's just 
you know, there's no programming to it. It's just like whatever workout um, that the the coach feels like doing that day. So I really like that it's very focused and intentional. So if you're ever in Austin, come work out with me. Woo. It'll be fun. So I love working out with people. You know, so I much used, fun. You know, I used to work out at, or I used to um, work part time for Lululemon Athletica. Mm-hmm. And that was maybe. Oh gosh, I hate to admit this out loud. <laughs> That's probably the reason why I liked working there so much was because they sent they like sent you off to go work out everywhere and with all these people and that became something that I just lived for. So now yeah. I'm now I'm the girl where if I'm trying to encourage someone to go get started on a new fitness program, I'm I'm like I'll go I'll go with you. I'll go with you to that class. Let's go kickboxing. Let's go zumbaing. Let's just go have fun with it. So yeah. Um I'll come to Austin and work out with you too. Yay, that'll be fun. <laughs> um, okay, and my other little update is actually for my pal April, who I've talked about on the podcast many times from Butterflies Peace Paleo. We know her as the Paleo Dog Whisperer. She she gets a bunch of rescues that she fosters, and she's actually helped a lot of I will call them Paleo A listers get some some great pups for their homes and. Um, do you know she's, and since she started this, she has fostered 50 dogs through that's her home awesome. that has helped them find forever homes. I think that's just amazing. So the reason I'm calling her out today is that the rescue organization that she um, works through as a foster is Canine Rescue Angels, which I've mentioned here before, Canine Rescue Angels Houston. And they're having their biggest fundraiser that they do every year right now. April is going to be doing a 5K walk. Um, and she's already halfway to her fundraising goal. So if any of you feel inspired and would like to donate, you know, even if it's just $5, every little bit helps. If you go to her Instagram, Butterflies Peace Paleo, she has the live link right in her profile and you can down, um, donate right there. Super easy. So if you love foster dogs and love the fact of supporting someone who does that for, you know, she does it all volunteer so it's just an amazing organization i love them <laughs> Very awesome. cool. that's yep. awesome good one to support for sure yeah great oh and i know april's actually on the hunt i've told her that we're kind of within the year maybe year and a half looking to add another little furry addition to our family nice so we are we're keeping our ears to the ground <clears throat> cool Okay. Well, now that we got all that cleared up, <laughs> let's roll in to this monster of a topic. Just kidding. It's not a big topic. <laughs> well, I, th I think I mean it it can it can be a big topic for a lot. I mean, it it's kind of it can be a monster for sure. It's it's whatever whatever you want it to be yeah. at the end of the day. Um and I'm kind of taking this it's it you know this lighter attitude because that is a part of, um, as you'll hear in the next five steps, um, just the decision that I've arrived at. If you know, I feel yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anything is anything is figure outable. Um, yes. Hat tip to my girl Marie Forleo. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to talk about today is how you can solve any problem. Period. Any problem at all. And um, in the spirit of full transparency. 
Carissa, forgive me for this. No, no, go for it. Um, before the show, we were talking. I was said, you know, how do you feel about this? Did you read the notes? And then Carissa added in some notes, and she said, you know, I think it's great, but I, you know, I, I don't really want to throw out the word problem too much because some people might shut down at the word problem, and might maybe we just call it a, a circumstance or an a, um, an obstacle, right? And yeah. and I identify with that, so. Whatever word works best for you listeners, I want you to hold on to that. If us talking about problems causes you to shut down, then pretend we're saying something else. Yeah. Um, so just want to set the tone there. I don't want anyone to feel alienated. Okay. So what we're really going to be talking about today, there are a bunch of different problems that we can encounter in life. Now, if you're new to the podcast, know that we do talk about a lot of sciency, food, nutrition stuff, and we do talk about a lot of uh, functional fitness, how to stay out of, you know, um, fold some of those things easily into your life so it becomes more of a lifestyle. And then we also like to fold in the occasional mindset topic where we really try to wrap our minds, starting from the ground up, believing that mindset, you know, in your attitude sets the stage for health and wellness. It's the foundation below all the other decisions we make, which is why yep. we like to talk about some of these episodes or fold in some of these episodes sometimes. So just so you know, that's why we're talking about this today. So the kinds of problems we're going to talk about, really, they can relate to anything, whatever your mind automatically goes to, focus on that for the purpose of this episode. But it could include maybe a problem you're facing with your family, you know, um, heaven forbid, you've had a loss and you're dealing with splitting up an estate. You know, not a not a pleasant situation. Um, so maybe that's a problem. Maybe it's a problem you feel that you have with your body. Maybe you're constantly looking in the mirror. You have some sort of dysmorphia, and you see something different than what is actually standing there. And maybe you resent your body for looking a certain way or not fitting into certain genes. Maybe it is a problem you have with your fitness routine. You know, maybe you you your PRs. Let's say if you're a CrossFitter, your PRs were you haven't t- hit a new one in two years, and that's so frustrating if you're in that position and you've been working out and you've been trying really hard. And that might be kind of a deflated problem. Maybe you've got a problem at work. Maybe you feel like you deserve that raise, or maybe you feel like, well, why the heck did Joe Bob down the hall get the lead on that next team and I haven't worked my tail off and I haven't seen that, you know, that could be a problem. Problem with your friends, maybe they're not calling you back, problem with your in-laws, maybe you're having some communication issues, finances, if you really feel like you're not on top of that, a problem with your spouse, maybe there's some resentment going on or, you know, like, uh, I don't know, can you please wash the dishes or something? (laughs) Who knows? It could be big or little. Um, Dating problems. I was talking to a friend last night and she said, you know, I've just come to the realization, she's 25, she goes, I've just come to the realization that I have been dating the same person over and over again and it keeps ending up the same way. So, you know, that's a problem for her, or at least she, she believes that that's a problem for her. Um, or lastly, the one, last one I included on this list is maybe you feel like you don't have any me time. Maybe you feel like you're constantly at the mercy of everybody else and their schedule and their demands. Maybe you're a mother of eight children like somebody I just recently met, and you cook for them all three times a day. That's amazing, you know. So maybe you feel like you, you don't have time for yourself. All of these, from big to little, from to broad to specific, are the types of problems we're talking about today. And there's probably something that I talked about that we didn't touch on that um, 
you do relate to. So focus on that. It also could be a business problem. If you're a business owner and you just released a new product and it's not killing it like you thought you would. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking yep. about it all. And the reason why that relates to this fed and fit world is because, like I just said, our mindset and how we approach life is the foundation for our health and wellness. And if you've got some nasty burr in your saddle, it's it's tempting to just ignore it until you think it's going to go away. Or it can become toxic. It can become toxic. Yeah. I mean, I'm a very, very visual person, so I'm literally imagining a giant burr in someone's <laughs> riding saddle, you know, and you can ignore it. It'll be a pain in your side, and you can just adapt. You can get used to it. Um, and you can live with it. And what we're trying to do is help you daylight some ways that you can rip it out and move on with your life. And maybe things will start to get easier, not just for that problem, but once you are able to solve that issue or overcome that obstacle, it is amazing what that might clear up in the rest of your life. All of a sudden, taking care of yourself and um, going and working out and eating well become easier because you solve the problem with your children or you solve the problem with your business, okay? So that's, that's really how and why it all relates. Um, and really, this was inspired, my friend Haley Staley, who is uh, one of the duo, one part of the duo behind Primal Palette, um, we were chatting not too long ago, and she was telling me about this book called Zero Limits. And um, I, as you guys know, I am an audiobook junkie. And so I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to that. I'm going to listen to it right now. <laughs> and so um, she said she's been trying to encourage everybody to read it. And um, anyway, so I looked it up. I've, I'm about halfway through it. There's a lot of it. If you do take my recommendation and you go and listen to it, take you know some of this with a grain of salt. There's some of it that is, oh, sounds a little hokey. There's some of it that's really inspiring. I say just you take away what you take away. You know, I'm not saying it all has to apply to you, but the concepts concept behind this book is it's it's not necessarily how to problem solve, although that did inspire today's episode, but it's about how you can get to a point where your mind is at zero and when you're at zero, anything is possible. Okay, and so how do you get to zero is you solve all of the things that you're facing. So I highly recommend the book. We're going to talk about how you can turn any situation around in no time. And I, because I cannot help myself, I listed out five steps. Sometimes I feel like an infomercial <laughs> because I'm like, in five easy steps, you can solve any problem. Any problem. Well, I mean, these steps are... I mean, they're really good, um, and I agree with all of them, and I think it's a great format to help someone kind of break things down in a manageable way. You know, this is not something you do all in one day. This is something you, I mean, you could if you wanted to, but it's something that really helps you take things a little piece at a time and and work your way through it. Because sometimes looking at a problem in a whole and from where you are to seeing the solution is can be overwhelming. And you may not even like, like you said, you may just ignore it and live with it, you know? So I think breaking it down like this is perfect. Yeah, you know, and to add on to what Carissa just said, 
you know, you can break it up and you can think of these five steps as in, I'll do step one today and then I'm going to do step two tomorrow and I'm going to spread it out. That is one way you can do it. And if that is your preferred method, more power to you. I support you. However, it is also possible to solve your problems instantly. Yes. Okay. You can just rip it off like a band. <laughs> you can. You okay? And the and and you're gonna know what I mean when I when I get into this material in uh, like five seconds. But you can solve things immediately when you start to think about them differently. So step one, let's just go for it. Let's go for it. Okay. And you're not gonna like this because I want everybody to fixate their mind on that includes me and Carissa. Okay, we're all going to be a part of this activity. Mm -hmm. um, fixate your mind on the first problem that comes to your mind, right? Your, one of your first complaints about your life or something that is in your life, okay? Whatever that is, think about that. Step one, okay, step one is to admit that you are a part of that problem, okay? It, does, it, it, it might have other people who are involved in it, but they are not to blame, okay? So release the blame. Relinquish that and admit that you are a part of that problem. Just like the young lady I was speaking to last night, the 25-year-old who says that she's just come to this revelation that all these guys, to use her words, are like these sucky guys that keep <laughs> treating her poorly, she says, and they're all kind of the same and they all kind of end the same. And... You, someone has to, I'm hoping that she listens to the episode because I was just trying to be a friend last night and listen to her and not coach her. Um, but, you know, what you want to say is you realize that the common thread in all of this is you. You are a part of the problem. You have put yourself, now I'm speaking to you guys, whatever the situation is, you have put yourself there in one way or another. Okay, yep. so admit that you are a part of the problem. Number two. Oh, oh sorry, Krissa. That's okay. <laughs> um, so just to add to that is like, you know, when you hear that, I am part of the problem, right? When you say that I am part of the problem, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow, right? It's not fun. It doesn't feel good, right? But the point of this is to really move past and open yourself up to having a new mindset with these things. Um so I think like when you come to terms with this, you will find yourself um, falling into the same types of problems. Like if you keep going through it, you know what I mean? If you don't, if you don't come to terms with it. Yeah. Number um, one, come to terms so. with the fact that it's you. Like stop, yeah. like, stop pointing the fingers. Oh, it's, it's such a saying that makes me want to roll my eyes. But when people are like, you know, when you point your finger to somebody else, there's four more pointing back at you. Right. It is so cheese ball, but it is unfortunately true. so true. So number one, remember that. Number two, um, when you realize that you are to blame and not everybody else, and that's going to be hard to admit. That's Number one is probably the hardest one of all of these five things is when you swallow the fact that it's you to blame, not your spouse. The fact that the dishes and that he or she never does the dishes, it's not like for whatever reason, you have to realize that you are the issue there, not that person, okay? So number two, apologize to everybody involved. And when you apologize to everybody involved, you take responsibility, right? Regardless of 
you can, I'm sure some of you are sitting there thinking you're like, but, 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 but <laughs> the reason why, you know, um, I have the problem with my children is because their friends are off giving them bad examples, you know, or their teachers drop the ball or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, uh, drop the butts, accept full responsibility and apologize to absolutely everybody involved that you believe in your heart of hearts you have blamed at some point in time. Okay. So that includes your boss, your colleagues and your body, especially if you have a hard time accepting it, apologize to your body. It sounds so silly. Okay. But if you apologize to your body, you might be surprised. Yeah. Not, not just, I'm not saying like this hooky apologize to your body and some magic happens in the universe. I mean, just saying it out loud or maybe in your mind almost rewires your brain into stop blaming it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you apologize to people, it, it's going to shift your mindset and it's going to shift the mindset of the people around you. And now you're in control. Now you're in charge. Now you can do something about it. Because and if you're always blaming somebody else, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, it's not my fault. Or, oh, well, I'm not responsible. Then it just hangs out and stays there. Like By doing that, you shift the mindset of the people that are involved. And then also you shift your own mindset. So it really opens everything up to actually allow the change. It's really, really powerful. It's a really powerful exercise. Um, if, you know, admitting that you are responsible for the problem being number one, admitting that is tough, but putting it into action is when you apologize to everybody else involved. Okay. I realize how tough that is because it's really going to take some swallowing of pride, but it's amazing Mm -hmm. emotionally what it will clear up. Okay. Number three, um, we're going to, now we're on the downhill side. Okay. So the hard part's over for the most part. Um, admit that you don't have all the answers, right? Because if you did have all the answers on how to solve this problem or how to overcome this obstacle or how to tackle this new challenge, if you had all the answers, then it wouldn't be a challenge or an obstacle or a problem, okay? So admit that you don't have all the answers and kind of abandon that pride and start asking for advice, okay? Um, oops, I blended the next two together, nope, but they, yeah. they go together. They so. do. Okay. Three and four go together. No, three yeah. is admit that you don't have all the answers. Yep. And then number four is to ask for advice. Okay. So when you are apologizing to those other people that are involved or that you have blamed in the past for whatever the situation is, that's a good, that's a good time into including that conversation. What do you propose we do to solve this? Yep. You know, and this goes back to the, I almost wanted to name this episode, but it's too long. I almost wanted to name this episode, uh, the proverbial, if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. And it, it, it is, it is your podcast. You could have a long title if you so desire. Oh, uh, it, it, you know, it is. But like, I think about those graphics that I have to come up yes. with every month and it's just too many words. Um, but you know, if, that, but it's so true, and that's where this comes into the situation. Consider yourself an owner responsible for whatever the issue is. Apologize to the folks involved. Admit that you don't have the answers, and then ask those people. Almost kind of seek them as mentors because if they are touching whatever the issue is in some mm-hmm. way or another, they've got a perspective on it, and they're going to be able to give you some 
of their advice. I'm not saying you have to take it, but at least it gives you more data points and more things to work with. Right. And it does two things. It lets them, you know, you've apologized now and you've admitted that you don't, you know, have all the answers to solving this problem. And then it opens, it really lets them know that you're taking this seriously, that you really do want to find a solution at the, and that you want to include them in that. And I think that's, that's very powerful for shifting your mindset and the other person's mindset. And my other thing I would suggest is try to seek out other people that have had your problem before and now don't have it anymore and ask them questions. Mm-hmm. Get some insight into that, you know. Um, That's great. I think, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking, for example, the one thing I'm meditating on is really like, how do I take the Fed and Fit project to the next level? Because I've, you know, we're helping about 15 to 20 people a month, walking them through it. And it's so enriching and it's such an amazing experience. And I'm loving every second of it. And these people that are involved that are participants are like, wow, this is awesome. More people should do this. And I don't know how to get there, you know? So there we, there we go. I'm admitting I don't have the answers and I'm in, I need to seek mentorship with folks who have done it, just like Carissa said. Yeah. Okay. Number five, the last one, and this is just something to keep in mind throughout the whole thing, right? In the same thread of taking responsibility for whatever it is that's going on, at the end of the day, you work on you. And this concept, if you do decide to read or listen to Zero Limits, really resonates with the book. A lot of what I'm saying here does. It jives. Um, but that's really the main concept of the book is you can only affect and influence and change yourself. Okay? Everything else around you, for the most part, is out of your control. Okay? Unless it's a physical thing that you can pick up and move Everything is out of your control. The only thing that's in control is yourself, how you react to situations, how you show up, and um, how you take ownership. So remember that if you are, because you are ultimately responsible for every single thing in your life that you experience, even if something you feel was done to you, right? Somebody hit your car or somebody stole your purse something that was done to you, dig deep inside yourself. And I'm not saying that that other person was not involved and didn't have a role. But what I am saying is that if that's something that emotionally has you hung up because you're blaming them or you're resenting them or it's really put a hiccup in your health and wellness because your foundation of mentally, you're just, you're resenting this one situation in your life. I'm saying... Just try to wrap your mind around and dig deep, find a spot where you can assume responsibility for whatever it is. Because if you can assume responsibility for it, you can control yourself and you can get over it and you can therefore solve the problem. And that's why I was saying at the beginning of this, these five steps, you can spread them out or you can go through this instantaneously. Right. You know, you can just, I'm not saying you're going to call up the burglar who stole your purse and apologize (laughs) for blaming them, but you can just look within yourself, say, you know what, I'm over it. I'm not going to blame that person anymore. What happened, happened, and I don't have the answers on why it happened. I don't know how to prevent it in the future, and I'm just going to get over it because I'm in control of myself and I can do that. Yeah. So that's how you you solve them. Yeah, and when you hold on to things... 
um, like I said, they can become toxic and then they can leak over into other areas of your life and then you can become, um, you know, then it's, then you get in this place where it can be very scary and very toxic because you can start to just become a victim in a lot of areas of your life and blame everybody else for everything and, you know, give up responsibility and, you know, you can get into way deep down the rabbit hole and, you know, there's some people I've met who they just think everyone is out to do them wrong and it's just how, how can you have health or or wellness or success in your life or good relationships if that's where your mindset is so yeah yeah it's, it's amazing how easy it is and if some of you are even thinking while listening to this kind of walking through the steps and imagining how you might pull whatever problem is you're facing up from the roots this feeling of like the burden being lifted off your shoulder is almost palpable you can almost literally feel it and you feel lighter and readier ready to take on other things in your life and that's really what I want for you at the end of the day is for your burden to kind of be um, lightened you know lighten the load you don't have to carry it around and you don't have to go through the hokey pokey of all the different <laughs> methods and things that you see online and um, all of the things I'm not I'm not trying to belittle anyone's one belief system but at the end of the day these are the basic things that you can do um, to really help yourself yeah okay agreed so that's it. Um, I recommend if there's somebody that you know in your life that's struggling with something like this, you know what? Send them here to the to the podcast. Um, if you're new here and someone sent you, I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you don't think this is a bunch of hokey pokey. <laughs> um, and uh, and and that's that. Comment if you have any questions or if you want to continue the discussion. Moving on quickly because we're running over a little bit. I want to talk about um, our Fed segment, and then I think Carissa has a really quick workout for us. So yep. we do like to end the, some episodes when we get to it with a fed and fit segment um, as per the theme of the podcast where I give you a quick tidbit on food and she gives you a quick tidbit on fitness. So today uh, I was inspired because when I was making my breakfast this morning, I went to go into my pantry and I wanted plantains as my post-workout uh, healthy vegetable-based uh, starch. And I pulled out my plantains that I keep in my pantry and they were jet black, like... Ugh black as can be and my little heart sank to my feet uh, I was like no I really wanted plantains um but I got curious and you know what I opened I peeled one of the plantains away and it was perfect on the inside so today's fed segment is do not throw out your black plantains peel them open because unlike a banana where a banana looks totally black on the outside it's usually pretty black and mushy on the inside. A plantain <laughs> maintains its, you know, cellular integrity longer than a banana. It doesn't have as much sugar. So um, peel it up. And the way that I like to make my plantains is I'll chop it up. I'll toss it like a tablespoon or a teaspoon of ghee in a frying pan. Cut those plantains into about quarter inch uh, wedges cut on a diagonal. So they're longer uh, pieces and fry them for about five minutes on each side until they're nice and brown and crispy and I cover them with a little sea salt or some er, <laughs> uh, er, some primal palate, oh my goodness, meat and potato seasoning with their new line. Oh, so I have to get some. Everyone keeps talking about this meat and potato seasoning. I'm like, all right. 
it's gotta so, try this. It's so stinking good. Um, and we'll link to that in the show notes if you're wondering what we're talking about. It's like the best spices. They have the best quality sourcing everything you could possibly imagine. Plus, they taste amazing. Um, so yeah, season that, and then they're they're good to go. So there you go. Sounds delicious. Excited. I'll try that. Um, although it requires me cooking, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, okay, our fit segment. So I have something that's really quick and easy that you can do in the office or in your house. No equipment. You guys know I love these no equipment workouts. So this is a three-way plank two ways. So what you're going to do is you're going to start on your side. You're going to have your forearm on the ground and your hand spread wide. You're going to go ahead and stack your feet. Um, and then you can place your other hand on your hip if that feels good to you. And then what you're going to do is laying on your side, you're going to lower your hip to almost the ground and put, then push it back up. So what I want you guys to do is do 10 reps of that on one side. And then what you're going to do is you're going to turn over into a full plank. And if you guys remember those up-down planks we did a while back, that's where you push one side up, one side up, and then down, back down to your forearms. So you're going to do 10 of those, and then you're going to do 10 side plank raises, uh, raises on the opposite side. Then here's where the second part comes in, and this is where it gets really fun on your abs. So you're going to start on the opposite side again, and you're going to hold that side plank raise for 20 seconds. You're going to come to the middle, hold your full plank for 20 seconds, and then on the other side for 20 seconds. So that's one whole set. And what you're going to do is run through that whole set four times. Oof. Great on the abs. You guys will like it. I promise. Woohoo! That sounds awesome. Yeah. And if you need a modification, just, you know, you can do them from your knees. So, <laughs> makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. Good one, Carissa. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to us, listening to, uh, um, you know, that How to Solve Any Problem Burr in My Saddle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, we again, we appreciate you all, all of you listeners, new and old, um, and thank you as always for all of your feedback. We're gonna keep doing, recording the episodes that you enjoy. So keep the feedback coming, and we will be back again next week.